What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Hustling Sideways podcast. I'm Alan Hallis. I'm a music writer here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And I am Jim Love, and I'm a keynote and motivational speaker also here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <laughs> I didn't, We didn't even plan that. No. Yeah, we're in the same place. No, we didn't. Yeah. Uh, episode 43, 43 of the Hustling Sideways podcast. We are back. Excited to be back. We have a special guest who you can see right now, but I'm going to intro him in a second. Um, but 43, and we have a bone to pick with our alma mater. Jim's got something to get off Very his quickly. We all went to Marquette. And we're going to explain that here in a little bit. Um, Marquette basketball is a thing that exists. It's wonderful. It's October 10th right now. Y'all know things are coming. Um, but at this moment, it's not October 10th because we recorded this early. And Marquette decided to cancel Marquette Madness. Yep. Which is bananas. Um, that was one of the first like real things yes. I did because I commuted. So that was the first thing that I did yeah. that I was like, I felt like I was part of Elm campus. Elm was a dorky commuter student. And, and this is where he <laughs> found himself. Spent a lot of time in the Brooks Lounge. <laughs> yeah. You know who doesn't hang out? Anywhere in uh, in Brooks Lounge, kids that have doors. You say literally everyone. Yeah, literally everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we have. I mean, we're excited for the season. Don't get us wrong. Yeah. But canceling an event that gets people pumped up about a season is a weird thing to cancel. Yep. And it's not COVID related. It's just they don't feel don't like they do need it. to do it. And Marquette, we love you, but that's a mistake. And next time, you should consult any one of the three of us, and we would happily <laughs> give you uh, direction. For a nominal fee. <laughs> they could have, yes, yeah. of course. We need our fee. Uh, they could have did it inside Pfizer form. That would have been, been great. awesome the yep. next time. Um, that, I mean, whatever concern they would have had, we would have had a way around it. We, we know a fine. thing or two yeah. about that. We have basketball. a history of knowing a thing or two about <laughs> basketball. But um, on that note. As well as our guest does. Yes, well. our guest does yes, too. a little bit. I'm very excited to welcome in um, a very special guest today. Um, we have Broken Bat Brewery right here in front of us. But this is Tim Pauly, the founder and the owner of Broken Bat Brewery in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Ooh. Tim. Thanks for having me, guys. Awesome. That, yeah. That's our, our, our clap track that we don't have yet. <laughs> I'll take you it. know, I'll I could put those in in post, and I just don't. Just don't. This yeah. is way more organic, and it's way more fun to clap. Yeah, I'm all about authentic, so I'll take <laughs> there it. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> Tim, how are you doing today? I'm good. Good. It was a good good day. Sold a lot of beer this week and uh, oh, yeah. got, you know, fun things on the horizon. So, yeah, life is good. Absolutely. Love that. Love that. Now, you did not go straight into being a, a brew master. What would the technical title well, I'm I'm one of the the co-founders. I actually don't do the brewing, so I'm okay. more the the business operations, marketing, janitorial when need be, a um, <laughs> little bit of everything. But uh, yeah, we've got a, a head brewer back at the shop, and and he's awesome. Carl um, does all our brewing, but yeah, I'm a co-founder, president, whatever you know, oh, LinkedIn thanks. title you got to throw on there sure. to make it look yeah. good. Yeah. Now I have to say <laughs> that um, we were sharing this off air, but one of the first times this is probably maybe not the first time we interacted. I think we knew who each other. Were, oh yeah, but, yeah. Circles, um, circles mingle. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. With both Marquette alums, it's the way it goes. A couple mm-hmm. years apart, but either way, uh, I was planning a National Marquette Day. If you all don't know what that is, it's basically the best homecoming in the world because so, you, you know, to hell with your football teams. We have basketball, and this is what we have. <laughs> so it's a it's a holiday. We're all there and. As part of the Young Alumni Association, we needed sponsors for this event, and one of our sponsors pulled out like twelfth hour or eleventh hour, whatever the phrase is. Is it? 11th I like twelfth hour. hour better. <laughs> I like twelfth too. Yeah, twelfth is yeah. good. Um, and I was like, oh shit, uh, we need to get someone on board. And, and Kaylin Robert, one of our one of our uh, our, our uh, mutual friends, was mm-hmm. like, called Tim up, and I emailed him. And the night before this event, I went and picked up a six pack and a hat, and you were a raffle prize and a welcomed and appreciated raffle prize. So thank you as <laughs> we'll always you. for being we'll on top you. of your game. We appreciate that. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the last second stuff. So that's <laughs> yeah, kind of kind of how I operate. So, yeah, there you yeah. go. There you go. Um, but anyway, I, so obviously Marquette alum from 2007. Uh, 2010. 10. Yeah, I graduated I 2010. Seven. Either way, that's great. I don't know. I was there in 2007. <laughs> there yeah, you go. Graduated there you in 2010. Go. Awesome. Uh, yeah, and uh, went over to uh, the very well known Direct Supply. Pretty mm-hmm. much right after graduation, worked in um, operations and supply chain there for a long time, and then moved over to small business. 
uh, down in Franklin. But then, uh, yeah, Broken Bat Brewing Company was it. was always kind of the goal. How long was that itch there? like to do this the the idea really manifested in 2013 so i actually have a night we were listening to me and a couple of buddies were listening to marquette play butler mm-hmm. in the tournament in 2013 i was at that game we were in the middle of nowhere on a little fishing trip <laughs> drinking some homebrew and thought like man our jobs suck we should open a brewery <laughs> and uh, i thought we could have it open in like nine months and it took about four years but um that was awesome. the the manifestation of Let's open a craft brewery in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It was March okay. of 2013. That's wild. And I yeah. know it's funny because being at that Butler game, I know exactly what yeah. night that was. Yeah. I'll never right. forget it. It was a come from behind. Rodney Clark airballs a three. Very close game. <laughs> Here we are. Yep. Yeah. It's got it to the, to the shot. Awesome. Now, I think everyone that's lived in Milwaukee long enough or, uh, you know, just guys in general, just people in general all the time are like, <laughs> You know what? We should just open a brewery. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure or a bar. everybody. Like one of the or a bar. Yeah, yeah. Right. that's like a thing. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure anyone that has ever enjoyed a little bit of beer or alcohol has said we should open a bar. We should open yeah. a. Brewery. And also, like coming out of like a crappy meeting with someone from accounting, like yeah, in corporate that's what it was. Like, yeah, I gotta get just, out of here. <laughs> it was like loosening the tie. Like I can't do this anymore. <laughs> like yeah. I have good ideas too. I was kind of getting overruled. I mean, direct supply was great. I it was great, but I I just was not meant to have a boss. That's what right. it came down to. Okay. So I was going to figure something out. Um, baseball days were long gone, mm-hmm. but I wanted to make sure to stay somewhere in the baseball world. And, yeah, and so you're whole... a former baseball player. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I played at Marquette. We we were basically a drinking club that played baseball. <laughs> that <sounds laughs> but, a lot like Marquette club. But yeah, I'm, I'm still super close with a bunch of those guys. Um, but yeah, just just live live and breathe Milwaukee. You know, Brewers baseball mm-hmm. history of the game, yeah. mm-hmm. all that good stuff. So yeah, we uh, we kind of just. We're spitballing ideas, and back in the day, the the big brands were Fat Tire, Spotted Cow, Blue Moon, and it just sort of blurted out, what about Broken Bat? And everybody in the room looked at me like, that's it. Like, okay. let's, let's run with it. And uh, <laughs> honestly, got it. It was, that was the day that the brand started. Okay. It just sort cool. of manifested from there. You so. think about the amount of companies that spend thousands of dollars on like a marketing <laughs> industry to figure <laughs> yeah. their like name out, and then you just and then it, it just out happens. after after a couple yeah. drinks like this. What we yeah, it was it was a Sunday afternoon. Honestly, it was it was in my parents' <laughs> living room, and uh, we had a couple friends over for the Packer game, and and yeah, it was it was a, a free um, free experiment. But yeah, it was That's very awesome. clear in the room when when it happened. Okay, so and it never so, changed. A lot of people have that idea to you know start a brewery, like I'm saying, and then. When do you, I mean, did you have experience before this? You said you were drinking some homebrew. Somebody was, who's yeah. the home brewer out of the, the crew? Uh, he was a buddy of mine that I went to grade school and high school with. Mm-hmm. Um, he was actually my co-founder. He's moved on to bigger and better things mm-hmm. um, since then, but he, he started the brew with me. And um, honestly, I, I had no experience in entrepreneurship or small business or anything, but the internet exists. Right. So we started there. Um, and then we also started visiting, or I started visiting breweries in Wisconsin and I would go and say like, Hey, is the owner here? Is the brewmaster here? I'm writing a, a paper for a grad program. Okay. And I just asked a couple questions. It was nothing nefarious, but you know, I kind of get back into the guts of the mm-hmm. operation and start asking questions and you're like, Oh, that costs a lot more than I thought. Mm-hmm. And you start, you know, formulating a business plan and, and marketing concepts and yeah. You know, was everyone open to those questions? Were they like, yeah, oh, come on in. Like, yeah. It, it's a very unique industry where yeah. A lot of breweries want other breweries to succeed. I get that. Which I, is, I've, I actually, yeah. I, like, because I'm glad you said that. Yeah. I feel like, of of many industries, it's like, like I would say, like the least competitive, and that's like the wrong way to say it, but more like they want you all to succeed, and they also want to as well. But like they're they're willing to share information. Yeah, in we. Sense. I think especially in Milwaukee and and sort of the the larger metropolitans in each mm-hmm. of the states, we see it as like 
rising tide raises all ships kind of thing. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, yeah. beer tourism is a thing now. Mm-hmm. Whereas back when yep. we were in college, it was Lakefront, Milwaukee Brewing Company, and Miller. Like, yeah. that was pretty much that's, it. That's true. And now there's, yeah. like, 20 in the, the downtown area that, you know, on um, siblings weekends or when, the you know, folks are in town, it's there's a little more variety. So, right. yeah, it was, it was very open, very, a lot of conversations happened from it, took some things from it ignored a lot from it yeah. but yeah. yeah that was kind of the the antithesis of of starting the the planning was talking to other breweries that sure. were operating when, when when did you like realize you could quit your job <laughs> like oh like, did man you have to start, like, were you doing it all like in, like in conjunction with each other and all of a sudden you're like now it's time yeah i mean it, it was so from direct supply i moved to a, a small business down in franklin mm-hmm. um it was actually an apparel company helped kind of launched them onto the national scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but they knew when I was coming over to that company that the brewery was still the end goal. So okay. the, the idea okay. was really, it was at Direct Supply. And um, like I told you guys off air, I was writing the business plan over lunch in the bathroom mm-hmm. on my laptop or in the car after work. Yeah. Um, but I knew that it was going to be a full-time thing pretty much right when we opened. Okay. Um, and just because I, I didn't think that it would succeed without full attention totally sure. so totally. there's other places that that do the exact opposite and they have a corporate job and this kind of their side hustle yeah but yeah we didn't we didn't have any employees for an entire 13 month period so i was doing all the bartending dan was doing all the brewing mm-hmm. i was running operations marketing finance like i said janitorial services yeah. um but <laughs> yeah it was a full-time space too like in the yeah. basement of mm-hmm. uh like in, in the third ward there yeah yeah, but it was it was full time for me from the start. Okay, mm-hmm. what was the initial reaction when? I mean, I'm sure you told people out of your immediate circle. Hey, we want to start a brewery. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that there you got. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people were very supportive, but I'm, that you had to have had a couple people oh, that were like, "Oh, you guys too," because it is rolls, a big industry, yeah. especially here in Milwaukee. Uh, the eye rolls were um, <laughs> abundant, mm-hmm. to say the least. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say the the inner circle of believers was very small to start, mm-hmm. especially when I said, "Hey, I think a baseball concept for a brewery works." Yeah, because back then, again, yeah. not a lot of breweries were doing like the niche marketing that happens now. Because there are so many breweries, you kind of mm-hmm. have to pick a lane almost. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the the eye rolls and the oh okay's and you know little kind of belittling pat on the backs were abundant. <laughs> you got this. Yeah, you could do it. Yeah. yeah, but I've got that list in my head and. They help motivate me to this day, and I've served a bunch of them beers over the counter. That's so awesome. yeah, it's a it's a good feeling. But yeah, it 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 took a lot of convincing yeah. early on. Yeah, because it just wasn't quite the thing yeah. back in 2014 that it sure. is now. What did it What did it feel like to sell your first beer that like wasn't a close friend or family member? It was cool. Like, it was. Do cool. you remember that? Moment oh yeah, I still have. Came in and bought your beer. Yeah, I still have the ten dollar bill for sure. No shit. Yeah, that's awesome. Still got I it. Love that. Um, but yeah, it was it was just a, a random couple that lived in the third ward, and they'd mm-hmm. kind of seen like our marketing and street marketing out, you know, and um, they lived about a block away and came down and said, "Hey, we're happy to have a brewery in the neighborhood." And um, yeah, they're still still members of That's the mug right. club and they come to the tap room. They, they have to walk a little further cause we moved a few blocks away yeah. back in 2020. But, um, yeah, it was a, a very weird feeling to have mm. somebody pay us for beer <laughs> that we made. You know, it's yeah. funny, like just, you know, like analogy wise, I'm thinking about when people pay me to come speak. Like I still can't believe like people actually find value mm-hmm. in like something I created. Like, right. Oh, you real? Okay. Like, and it's still to this day after eight years, I'm like, 
I mean, I'm more used to it now, but I mean, then it was like, wow, I, I don't, if someone's like, how much do you cost? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Like, why <laughs> yeah. <do> I, <laughs> you who, tell me. I, don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I have, I ch- like my high school was like the first place to ever like pay me. And like what I charged them was literally, I was like thinking about a tank of gas and, and like, and like going back and forth. Like, yeah. you know, now so they I'm got like, a deal. I look yeah. back to like how much, and I'm like, they got, I mean, uh, yeah, talk about a deal and a half, but it, sure. it's, it's really cool. Like when you realize that something that you created has value in the mm-hmm. sense and, and they enjoyed it. And they're like, that's great. We want to have people come back and yeah, For that's, sure. that's gotta be gratifying. Now I, I'm curious, like, you know, you guys obviously survived COVID. Like, like how yeah. did you, what did you pivot to? Like, how you know what like walk us through that whole thing i mean because yeah for a brewery, was, that's got to be incredibly difficult it was it was a wild it still is we're still like licking wounds from totally. the last totally. couple of years so yeah. we we had uh, an awesome space in the third ward it was only about 2,000 square feet so we all grew that really quickly from 2017 to like mid 2018 mm-hmm. we started a, a moving plan to our facility that we're currently in in 2019 and we had our big launch party for our three-year anniversary scheduled for April 4th of 2020. Oh, of oh boy. Yeah. So yeah. the world shut down, as we all mm-hmm. remember, like March Madness weekend of totally. 2020, right before St. Patrick's Day. And oh, it, was, oh, it, it was tough. I mean, we, we ended up selling out of a garage door in a tent mm-hmm. for months because we couldn't have anybody in the new tap room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, all the, the government subsidies and, and help mm-hmm. helped, mm-hmm. but a lot of that was based on our 2019 numbers, which weren't as good as of our 2020 could be totally. because we yeah. moved into a space that was seven times i mean we're in a fifteen thousand square foot facility oh, yeah. now yeah. yeah so rent was a little different utilities were a little different <laughs> yeah. you know yeah and you're not in a, a operating cheap neighborhood we're, we're different. Any, yeah. yeah yeah um so yeah it was wild it was it was tough um obviously the city of milwaukee did everything they could to, to communicate with places mm-hmm. like us in the service industry but mm-hmm. um you know we were allowed 25 percent capacity through mm-hmm. I think it was October or November of that year, and then it was fifty percent. But you had to write a fifty-page safety plan and submit right. that. It, it was wild. Yeah, yeah. it did, was wild. Did you find the support of other breweries like during that time? Were you guys helping each other out? Yeah, like, huge, yeah. hugely. Yeah, we we created a, a little Milwaukee Brewing Company group. Um, mm-hmm. Not to steal Milwaukee Brewing Company, say, but um, familiar, yeah. yeah, we we kind of, we call ourselves like the MCBL Milwaukee Craft Brewery League, where we all would trade, you know, um, raw materials or packaging mm-hmm. supplies or anything because we don't want to see that be the reason 100%. you go down like yeah. if right. yeah. if your beer sucks if your service That's sucks a whole different story. if you're yeah. a jerk right. like okay right. you know then, <laughs> then you gotta go down yeah. swinging but totally um yeah we helped folks can we helped the brewery that moved into our old space mm-hmm. package some beer because they could so only sell to go mm-hmm. beers at the time so yeah um yeah it was it was wild man i'm mm-hmm. not gonna lie it was it was yeah, stressful that's, and, it's and almost that. like you had to go back to like a like a bartering system like a trade like system (laughs) to be like okay like we have an excess of this this week somebody come get it who wants it yeah yeah and what can you trade for it wow but that um, is amazing yeah things started to turn uh, you know as we all kind of know like Mm -hmm. early 21 things loosened up and then the waves have been back right right. but Mm. since early 2021 it's been on the the road to recovery sure per se yeah now with that, actually, you know, pre twenty twenty, you guys were obviously scaling up, scaling up, scaling up. Mm-hmm. When was that first moment for you that you were kind of like, oh, we're not making just small batches of brewing? Like you realize, like, okay, we need like like tanks, we need yeah. big stuff. Yeah, I mean, it was, was there. A, there a little bit of a, a re- hesitance that forms there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, our our old space again. It was it was really cool. It was really intimate, but we outgrew it in about nine months, where mm-hmm. our tanks were full. 
at all times with the limited capacity that we had. Mm -hmm. And we figured we could either ride this out for the next 10 years and just do what we're doing and stay the same size or kind of go for it, quote unquote. Um, And we decided to go for it. So (laughs) yeah, yeah, I would say it was, it was probably May of 2018 that we started poking around, looking at buildings, looking at other facilities, Mm -hmm. um, figuring out what the scalability would look like. Um, distribution plans, trying to come up with what that looks like. Because we weren't distributing back yeah. when we were just mm-hmm. a little tiny brew pub, yeah. you know, tap right. room. Right. Um, most of it was on site. But, yeah, we got we got some cool accounts. We got really cool projects with the uh, – we were down in Wrigley Field for a couple years, which is really wow. neat. Nice. That's awesome. Um, we did a, a collaboration with the Northwoods Baseball League, which is yep. across the entire Midwest. Yeah. So we actually brew the beer that the league forces into each stadium. Oh, that's, that's really Which is really yeah. cool. Yeah, the, the owner of the league is a, a diehard craft beer fan, and we brew his beer. Sure. <laughs> so that's cool. Awesome, um, awesome. Yeah, but it was it – was it was pretty early on, to yeah, be honest yeah. with you, that we kind of realized we needed to giddy up. Yeah, that brings up an interesting point, too, of, of partnerships and, mm-hmm. you know, finding the right people to kind of associate yourself with. We've talked about this before. We've talked about, like, you kind of need the right people to collaborate with. Yeah. Um, now, do you seek out those kinds of things? Or, like, I, I mean, does somebody in the brewery? Or is it kind of a mix of, like, people come to you? Like, how does that work? It, it's more um, me reaching out. To be honest with you, well, early on it was me reaching out. Now yeah. it's yeah. flipped a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now we've sure. been around for five and a half years. But um, the first kind of big break that we got was um, Tim Dillard. I don't know if you guys are yep. familiar yeah. with Tim yeah. Dillard. First pitcher. Yeah. yeah. So he he had a mutual friend came down to the tap room one night really early on um, after we were closed on a Sunday. Ended up having a great time, mm-hmm. and we actually did a collaboration beer with him way nice. back in like fall of seventeen. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was sort of our first like break. Yeah, or yeah, it, it got yeah. a little more juice because he put it on his social media of like, what should we name this beer with Broken Bat? And took a bunch of pictures and all yeah. of a sudden our followers skyrocketed. And um, now he's obviously on TV with the Brewers. And um, we had Eric Thames lived in the Third Ward and he yep. was a, a yep. regular at the That's tap room, cool. which is nice really cool. Ever, oh, he is the, the sweetest dude. Yeah. In I've the like world. heard interviews of him, and he's just like he's, so like kind. You know, he's yeah. Awesome. He's, he looks he's like amazing. a giant man, he does, but yeah. which I love when I, I love when people defy that stereotype of just like this honking oh, dude, gentle and giant. Couldn't be nicer. Yeah, he, yeah. he barely best. barely fit through the door into the tap room, but yeah, he he was awesome. Um, we've met a bunch of players and coaches from like teams around the league and mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. So it, it was a little. More me reaching out early on, but some of it was organic too. Yeah. Um, but the Northwoods League thing, I was just seeing a commercial at an Olive Garden for this beer that I'd never heard of before, and like, oh, we should be the ones yeah, brewing absolutely. that. Right. Yeah. And it turned into an awesome partnership that's still going today. So that's very cool. Yeah. I like that too. Is there anybody that we can manifest that you can be like, who could we work with? Oh man. Like the dream collaboration. The dream collab. That's usually something I ask like artists. Yeah. And I was oh, like, right, Oh, right. I never even thought about it in the beer I mean, space though. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, obviously the, the brewers would be yeah. just incredible. Well, but say, like, have you done like done anything with the organization itself? No, we, we have a really awesome relationship. So like yeah. we work with their front office. We've sure. had, we've had their corporate parties at the, at the brewery before we've gotten like cool. a ticket exchange going with them. Um, so we have an, a really good relationship, but yeah. there's that big brewery that we've all heard of called yeah. Miller that's yeah. uh, that is sort of blocked our path there yeah. a little bit. But um, <laughs> yeah, I think a, a major league team collaboration someday would be would be pretty awesome. Be that's great. very cool. Yeah. Where do you get? How do you come up with your beers? Like like is this you know like like is it Carl that sort of does that or, or like where, where where does the inspiration come? No, from? man. This is this is 34, 35. No, I just had a birthday. Thirty five. Good God. Uh, this is about thirty five years of just loving baseball, man. I've I've got a little black book with just a bunch of notes and wow. scribbles and um, Carl does help bring these to life. Sure. Um, but more of them are 
I've got an, an idea for a beer name. Mm. Can you match a beer with got the it. name? Got it. Um, but every That's once in a while, cool talent, he'll come with and be like, I really want to brew this. Like, can you match a, a brand to it? Yeah. So, yeah. 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 But we've got. We've got a really long list of names to pick from, and thankfully with baseball, the the puns and the oh, they're just it's de- it's a deep pool, man. <laughs> really yeah, yeah. in the sports world, it's a very deep you pool. Pick one. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's just just a lifelong love of baseball. That's very cool, mm-hmm. and, and creating that brand and creating that image, um, I think it's something that's super unique, and it's mm-hmm. kind of unique to just beer in general yeah. to kind of have those kind of yeah. things. Uh, well, have have you. you done anything with Marquette, like other than sponsorships and things? But like, has there been a collaboration there at all? Well. Um, Tell us more. Yeah, so I, <laughs> there's been some internet. I honestly forgot that you said this, and then now I that realized. was great. That, that was, was a good question. Like, yeah, yeah. That was a really good you question. It up hard, I want to be clear yeah. about that. I completely forgot we just talked about yeah, this. Yeah, so camera. there's there's been some rumblings on Twitter of some some Marquette alum accounts saying why doesn't Marquette have their own craft beer? Yeah, and um, the the powers that be after about nine months of trying, I finally got in the right lane, mm-hmm. and uh, we are feverishly working on putting pen to paper on a project to have the five Marquette alum breweries in Milwaukee collaborate on a beer that's very oh, cool. to be launched on National Marquette Day. Oh, let's Ooh. go. 2023. So okay. that's amazing. Yeah. I so feel like this we're breaking is like, this news. Are we allowed to This is absolutely breaking news, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it is yeah. it's far enough up the pipe that um you feel we like can start talking be, about yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, I okay. love that. Yeah. That's amazing. So that's got to be the start of something that's going to be wonderful. We hope that it's going to be. And, it, and the, the really cool part is it's actually going to be um, collaborative with the student body. So there's going to oh, be a little sweet. cohort selected yeah. by Marquette that's going to mm. work with the breweries on marketing, on finance, on supply chain, on logistics. Totally. Um, and, and really put ideas to, to life. And, and Marquette will sell that. that. I mean, if it's from all five of you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. okay. That's Amazing. the hope anyway. I mean, we're, we're still yeah. working on logistics right, of, right. of all the details. But, um, yeah, so it'll be Broken Bat, obviously. Yeah. Um, City Lights, mm-hmm. um, Gathering Place, Brewing Company, Good City, and then Milwaukee Brewing Company. Oh, so those cool. are the five that included. That's awesome. Yeah. That was such a good question. That yeah, was, way to set that up. That was fantastic. I'm not take the credit for that, but that was a really good question. <laughs> so yeah, we're super, super awesome. excited about the awesome. the relationship that, with Marquette. That is long overdue. Yeah, I mean, in any number of ways. Is yeah. and there's other schools wonderful. that have been doing it, which is nice yeah. that we kind of had a blueprint of like, hey, if oh, we don't sure. do this, yeah. we're yeah. going to be like at the back of the line. Let's be at the front of the line. Yeah, um, and having yeah. five in the Milwaukee yeah. area, right? It's really like such cool. a no brainer for that. I mean, like you you want to support your alums, mm-hmm. and, and they're doing great stuff. They want to be involved. I mean, like that is just. That's right there. That's yeah. a partnership that writes itself. That's that's awesome. So I've I've picked up on two themes here today <laughs> so far because I like to tie is, it all is together. Is beer one of them? No. Well, actually, beer was not. But now that you <laughs> no, think about okay. it, yeah. Okay. <laughs> there's a lot of community that goes on with uh, what you guys are doing, mm-hmm. and then there's a lot of risk taking too that comes with what you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. You know, at least initially there was. Mm-hmm. Um, what was building your initial community like for you? Like what, as a marketing, you know, your community outreach, your, uh, you said at one point you were a little bit everything to even being the bartender. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. um, wh- like kind of walk us through, like, what do you think your, where you think your strengths were in building your community that, I mean, has obviously been successful to this point. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It, so. I mean, it really started behind the bar. So uh, like I said, we didn't have employees. We were open four days a week to start. So it was mm-hmm. a Thursday through Sunday, come down to the tap room. You know, we're going to have baseball, basketball, football on TV. Probably going to have a hootie song on the speakers. So <laughs> if you don't like it, get out of here because that's what we're listening to. <laughs> that's what we um, do here. Yeah. But that, that was sort of the, the building of the community is all of a sudden we had regulars. And mm-hmm. if you know their beer order and you have it ready for them, and you know them by first name. And we had a mug club, and that was 100 people at a time every year. And now we've got 
you know, 450 members there. And that's so um, significant. Like it's huge. Said, like people yeah. really feel like they're welcomed in a place. It's that's, huge. That makes a world yeah. of difference. And, yeah. and I still, I'm very close. Like I don't bartend as much anymore, which yeah. is nice, but um, <laughs> I, I still talk with some of our kind of OGs as we call them. And, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it, it turned into Thursday night Uno at the bar with a group oh, or, you know, we yeah. do beer dice or, you know, all sorts of goofy stuff, but building the community literally started in our tap room and worked yeah. out from there. So some breweries go at it where they brew a ton of beer. They want to get out of the market and then start out and work your way in. And mm-hmm. then have you come find the brewery after you've had the beer on the shelf. Yeah. We are the exact opposite. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny you say that. Cause that's like all I think I've ever known from, from mm-hmm. breweries is like, that's how they're like, like tried. I'm at a festival or something. Yep. I like, try this beer and I'll come to us. I, I re- you know, I guess the, the, the risk there is that you have to assume that people are going to like the word of mouth or people are just going to like waltz in or, yeah. you know, find it. Right. But it obviously it works. Like I that mean, organic way is, is good. Call it, call it blissful ignorance. I suppose. <laughs> like I, I just, I, we, I slash we believed mm-hmm. in it enough that we figured if it wasn't going to work after two or three years, like we had an exit strategy. Like I'm not really, I'm sure, not dumb enough fast. to yeah. sit there and just burn <laughs> people's money to the ground. Cause it was, this wasn't all self-funded. You yeah. know, we had a, yeah, an totally. investor group and a bank that believed in us and mm-hmm. we're still with everybody that we started with. But um, yeah, it really was going to businesses in the neighborhood, handing out little buy one, get one coupons, um, talking to my high school, which is pious, you know, mm-hmm. over in Milwaukee, Marquette, tried to stay in touch with, with some people there and, um, the Lakeshore Chinooks are part of that Northwoods League. Yep. We got tied in with them really early on. So, nice. um, and then reaching out to the people that I had been reading their stuff about Milwaukee. So urban Milwaukee on Milwaukee, Milwaukee business journal, yeah. you know, journal Sentinel, they, they all have little community outreach areas of their publications. Yeah. And we were able to get into a bunch of those early on That's awesome. where people at least had heard of us in our little micro neighborhood mm-hmm. pretty, pretty quickly, yeah. which helped. Yeah. yeah. And, then it, and it grows from there. I really think, like, you know, I'm a huge baseball fan as well. I'm a Chicago kid, White Sox fan, but I love the Brewers. That's fine. Yeah, that's we're fine. Not, we're not Cubs fans. That's all that matters. This is a, word, yeah. a documented Cubs hatred podcast. <laughs> okay. to make sure we're that's why I'm so that. comfortable. We don't, have, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we don't have so many hard positions, but that yeah, is one that of them. That is one okay. of them. Other than Wisconsin Badgers, that's the other one. But, yeah, but anyway. They're never a threat. Right, yeah. And we're going to drop 50 on them this year. It's going to be wonderful. But I think, like, one of the things about baseball is it's, like, such a timeless – tradition that's like relaxed and, and welcoming and i feel like you guys have that vibe mm-hmm. like not only are you all you know baseball fans and that's what it's modeled after but the times i've been there it's it's really chill and to your point like yeah. having a hoodie song on having sports on like yeah. it's it's because so, some mm-hmm. breweries can be a little bit pretentious like it's true like you walk in you feel like if you you know like don't like one beer you know they got like a guy with like a big ponytail on like that's what i like in, mm-hmm. you know, envision with a brewery and and this is like come on in, like come as you are. And it's a good time. And like, it has that baseball vibe almost like in the place. And, um, and it's not easy to do that. Like that's like, that's a, a, a well, very specific culture to create. And I think that's why people are really attached to what you guys do. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was very much by design. So I'm, I'm mm-hmm. glad you picked up on there that. You go. Well, look at that. We're, we're yeah. trying to bridge the gap between <laughs> totally. the breweries that, and, and they're like masters at their craft. Mm-hmm. So I, I get that there's a vibe of like a little stuffiness or pretentious around it, but um, that's the the lane, yeah. quote unquote, that they picked, which mm-hmm. is great. Ours is bridging the gap between Mountain Creek Light yeah. and those folks, and we're somewhere in the middle. Totally, um, okay. but totally. we we want to be approachable. Sit down. You're going to recognize Pilsner, IPA, Whit Beer, Amber. You know, mm-hmm. you're not going to be thrown off by, I can't pronounce that beer, so I'm going to just pass completely. It might yeah. be amazing, right. but there's some right. folks that aren't comfortable in the craft beer world that would just skip it or just be yeah. uncomfortable and never go back. You know, and I, cause I'm not, I'm, I, I drink a lot of light beer. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not 
a huge craft beer person. So like if I walk up and the menu is a thousand long and I don't know what's going on, I'm like, do you have anything light? Like I don't even know what to say sometimes. And <laughs> right. It's just way more approachable when it's like, can I help you with it? Or yeah. do you want, you know, it's, it's a, yeah. And that makes a difference. And I can imagine that people are like that when you have that one good experience and you tell people about it, especially like local folks, mm-hmm. it, it makes a big difference. And I, I'm curious now, are there plans to extend beyond Milwaukee? Like, have you, or is this kind of your, the city that you're in and, and, and you're good here? Or what, what Have you guys talked about that at all? Yeah, I, I don't think we're going to move locations anymore. Mm-hmm. So our, our facility is large enough that we can expand production yes, more okay. if we need to. Good. Yeah. Um, and we have started some some distribution across the state. So we're, we're pretty flooded into the Madison market. Um, we just launched in the Green Bay market about a year ago, which we're Excellent. very excited about. Yeah. Um, and then pretty much the the shoreline all the way up to the door, you know, mm-hmm. door peninsula. Yep. Um, but no, we're our, our goals are not to be... Sierra Nevada, dogfish, right, right, yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I, 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 we would be really comfortable being a well-known microbrewery in southeast Wisconsin that a couple folks in the middle of the state have heard of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but That's yeah, great. we're we're very yeah. comfortable at the size that we're at. We can pretty much triple our production with the space that we have. Um, if we get to that in a couple years, great. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, we just we have such a good thing going with totally. with where we're at that um, it's nice to be able to breathe. Yeah, for the first time in a couple of years. Totally, man. Yeah. Oh so gosh, we're just yeah. sort of like relaxing and, and right now. The new space is so good too. You know, with got, got the wiffle ball. Mm-hmm. Pod. I mean, it's like awesome. They got everything, and uh, yeah. you know, I, I really, I mean, that's like the kind of the perfect spot to like feel like you can have your own, you know, your own space, your own moment to be with your friends, and then like around you, there's a lot of people. It's mm-hmm. not too loud. It's 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 a really good thing. Well, thank yeah. You. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, creating an atmosphere, especially for mm-hmm. a, a brewery, tap room, whatever, you know, I'm sure is, is and huge. There's always a game it. on. <laughs> there's always a game on. There's always a game on, yeah. Yep. Definitely not Marquette Madness. That's not on. Well, but, I guess, uh, you yes. know, Otherwise, there's always a game. <laughs> I'm over it. Uh, if we bark loud enough, man, I think if, <laughs> if enough people bark loud enough. Happen. yeah. I, I, it, I mean, it, I, you know, it's, uh, I, I agree. We'll yes, just have it at yeah. the brewery. We'll just have a dunk contest. There you in go. The, uh, I could do it. We could pull this off. Don't threaten me with a good time. Oh, I see the wheels turning. <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of the wheels turning, I'm yes. sure somebody listening to this, watching this, is probably saying, "You know what? I want to start a brewery." Mm. Yeah. What's one piece of advice for them? I know you had to think that this was probably coming. <laughs> no, well, I've met with probably 15 to 20 folks in my five years of, "Hey, awesome. we're yep. in the process of starting. You just launched. Can I meet?" And I always sit down and I'm, I'm brutally honest with mm-hmm. with them. Um, a lot of folks had the same idea that I did where we can get this up and running in six or eight months. Mm-hmm. I tell them that's not true. Yeah. You, you will not be open if you don't have a location that's ready to brew for about a year. And that's mm-hmm. just the reality of the, of the situation. Um, it's more expensive than you think. Yeah. Um, there are more legal hurdles to get over than you think. So mm-hmm. just plan for whatever you think it's going to be, double it in money and awfulness, <laughs> and you'll probably still be short of, yeah. of the reality. But um you have to commit to it is always my number one thing like if if this is like a get rich quick thing Mm -hmm. or i really like beer i think i can do it that's not gonna work it's a business first Mm -hmm. and that's always what i say is sure it's awesome and it's fun but our brewers spend more time cleaning and sweating and swearing than they do like (laughs) drinking beer and brewing like brewing is a really small part of owning a craft brewery yeah i think people have that image in their head. I was going to say, just yeah. Blast. You're, you know, you're back, you know, and it, beer and, it is like, yeah. I, I yeah, no, it's ever, certainly that. there are moments. It of that. is, but yeah. there, there are, I call it peaks and valleys and the yeah. peaks are higher than you think. And the valleys are lower than you think. Totally. And you have to be able to navigate 
you know, an ever-changing craft brewery scene. Mm-hmm. The competition is getting better, which mm-hmm. is awesome, mm-hmm. but it, it's it's competition at the end of the day. Yeah. And there are more breweries popping up across the country than ever before at a rate we've never seen before. So at some point, the bubble, the proverbial crap beer bubble might pop. And you got to be ready for for when that happens. So yeah, it, it's an honest conversation. It always ends great, and I wish them tons of success. And if they get going, I'd love to help promote them and right. get right. them off the ground. But it's hard. Yeah, reality's reality. It's that's hard. the thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you have to say it. Like you know, it's like I'm in the six to eight month thing too. Like especially that's just not it's not going to happen. Like so <laughs> it's just not unless you know people not. in the right place. I yeah, you know, who knows? Yeah. Maybe maybe you know the governor. or state yeah. senators or something <laughs> but but there's federal levels there's state levels there's city you know municipality levels and and all of it just takes time yeah yeah to do and it i think right. that you're actually probably doing more good for people by giving them the i would imagine mm-hmm. the tried yeah. and true like this is what the reality of it mm-hmm. is because like you said i think that there's a lot of people that are like cool we're gonna just drink some beer yeah you know, make <laughs> yeah. this stuff we're gonna obviously yeah we know there's some some trouble that comes with it but we're probably morally just gonna drink and yeah. hand out who stuff. wouldn't love that right right <laughs> it's a party that you also make money at right yeah, yeah. yeah. well yeah, I, sure. and that's that was the advice that i got from from a couple brewery owners was don't treat it like a like a sandbox mm-hmm. yeah you know, this is not your personal playground if you do you'll be out of business in a couple years yeah. and everybody will make it a couple years. Like mm-hmm. to get started, you'll have that initial burst of like, Hey, new brewery, new shiny object. Like mm-hmm. people will show up, but right. you can tell pretty quickly the, the folks that are using it as a playground versus this is a business we care about, care about quality, care about, you know, atmosphere, mm-hmm. reputation, the community, community, you know, outreach, all that good stuff. And, and it becomes pretty clear pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, I drink less beer now than I ever have before. Well, I was so. going to say, like, dude, yeah, that's, <laughs> I'm just like, tired, man. It's yeah, a job. It's, it's a it's a job, sure, and right? it's wonderful and amazing. And I hope, knock on wood, I don't ever have to go back to the corporate world. But um, <laughs> I don't think you will. But yeah, it's it's a job if you treat it the right way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Based on what I've heard, I think you have the determination that you know you're going to definitely keep this thing going for a few. I more think years. so. I if think you continue right. to have an Oktoberfest beer that, that hits like this, that's big, we're, Carl, we're, man. We're, he killed it. He killed it. Uh, thank you so much for coming on yeah. and doing this. This is really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for the people that don't know where the brewery is, give us a little info on where they can find you. I mean, where, you know. Yeah. So we're in Walker's Point. Uh, we're just south of the river on 135 East Pittsburgh. So if you see a giant mural that looks like a blown up baseball, that's us. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a fantastic little neighborhood right across the street from um, Radio Milwaukee, 88.9. Collectivo's right on the corner. Um, Merriman Social's down the block. So it's a really cool little corner in Walker's Point. Um, Happy to be here. We just, you know, I eat, sleep, and breathe baseball, Milwaukee. Like, this is home. And I think that that reflects, too, is that, Mm -hmm. you know, I care deeply about where we are and what we're doing. And um, we do a ton of community outreach. Uh, If you want to check out the website, it's brokenbatbrewery.com. You can book events with us, check out the tap list. Reserve the wiffle ball field if you're so inclined. Yeah, we didn't um, even talk about this. Yeah, the right. wiffle ball. Nah, yeah, we can get there. It's we'll amazing. Get there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe you guys come come yeah, do an offside shoot it. or something. But yeah, um, yeah we actually, what we've been talking about that is like having a live podcast from um, somewhere. Like in Milwaukee, and obviously Alan and I both love drinking beer. Like, well, hey. now it's gonna be the wiffle ball challenge. Well, that's, Forget the podcast. Be, we're I was, just gonna yeah, have a home yeah, run derby. Yeah, yeah like we could do a home run derby. Have, we have been chatting about that. I think that would be so much fun, there and like go. have a call out to people who are 
side hustlers like come on by have a yeah. beer with us and chat about what you do and like enjoy broken back would love to hear stories too that that's yeah. that's half the fun of it too is just yeah. talking to people and, yeah. and building and then like as we have more drinks it'll become a really really funny podcast yes so, yeah. yeah that would I'm be sure. that would be good <laughs> yeah there aren't a lot of good stories that started with yeah i was drinking water all right right yeah. <laughs> mostly so starts with i was drinking the beer. best one is when it turns into wine that becomes a great story yeah we'll see <laughs> we're, we're, we're kicking around the idea of, of uh getting a wine license because that definitely oh, is yeah. uh that, that's a huge request that we get lately but uh, really yeah well, i guess with the neighborhood i mean being close to the third ward yeah, yeah. and just there yeah. some folks don't like beer which yeah, they really yeah. to their detriment yeah. but Between we do have a like seltzer i know that's we have like, a hard seltzer yeah, yeah. yeah we have a couple hard oh, seltzers okay. that are gluten-free but yeah. for the most part it's it's craft beer and we're very proud of it mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Awesome. well definitely make sure you go check out uh yeah. broken bat brewery uh have a few you can get them all over wisconsin as well so that's mm-hmm. cool so mm-hmm. make sure you pick up some as well um yeah this has been a blast we really cool. really enjoy it thank you man thank you guys yeah it's good to be here yeah excited a lot of good things coming up absolutely yeah. and, absolutely. and breaking news on the pod yeah so right i know we'll see who listens man you guys will find out we'll, <laughs> well see yeah. we'll see if we can get some traction <laughs> on it but yeah we're super excited to partner with marquette and awesome. president level already got the gave us the green light so I we're excited it. on it He's i thought you were gonna guy. say that he got the first six pack and i was like all right no. <laughs> he will but well, yeah but not yet not yet not yet well thank you guys so much for listening uh if you're listening for the first time welcome hello uh, you can listen to us. You can watch us wherever you get your podcasts. We have content everywhere, too. Um, we have uh, a YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, Twitter. We're all over the place. We're hustling sideways. If you want to be on this podcast, you can do that. You can just send us a line at over at uh, hustlingsideways at gmail.com. Uh, As you promise, used to say, send us a Gmail. I know. I've, I've said send us a, a <laughs> yeah. Gmail. I said, I said send us a line, which I meant to say drop us a line to them. <laughs> no, I was going to glance, yeah, yeah. glance right over it, I'm but sure now yeah. here we are. Uh, send us an email, Gmail, whatever. Get in touch with us. And uh, you can definitely be a, a guest here on Hustling Sideways as well. We would love to have you. Thank you so much. Highly recommend it. <laughs> there we go. There you go. See, it's been, uh, and and you can give us a five star review. Yes, that's which is the only review you're even allowed to give. Legally, yes, you must that. give yeah. our podcast, and that's from star. the lawyers at Broken Back. That's yep. nice. Yeah, same yeah. legal team. Yeah, <laughs> same so, all right, we are done. We are out of here. We're gonna go enjoy some Broken Bat Brewing, and uh, yeah, Jim, keep on hustling. And we cheers. Will. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>